Well, hello everybody. Welcome to the latest edition of the Best Scott V. We are back, season four, episode seven, baby. I'm your host, Mr. Nathan Judah. I'm delighted to be joined by Walsall reporter. Come in, Mr. Joe Edwards. Hey, here he is. Hello. See if we were if we we were both in the office incredibly on Monday at the same time. So I guess we could have. We could have done it then, but we wanted to. We, we, we were hoping for a, a magnificent, stunning four-nil win last night, so we could talk about it today. And uh, it did, didn't really work out. Didn't really work out. But um, I said maybe we should have done it in person, mate, because oh, looking topical, topical political broadcast. We could, be, uh, we could be remote for some time to come, uh, depending on what the uh, announcement is this afternoon, mate. But but. Doom and gloom aside, how are you doing? How's 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 married life slash baby life slash slash everything else that's been going on the last couple of weeks? It Jensen's seven weeks old now. That that has just flown by. Seven weeks. He's going to be talking. He's going to be walking. He's going to be at school Pooing. before I know it. I mean, just plenty of pooing. Mm. Then. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Um, but now, um, pretty good mate. I um. I got um, a few holes in a golf last week, um, just by nice. myself. Nice, um, yeah, just a little bit of fresh air, mate. Clear, the, clear the old mind, body, and soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mind, body, spirit, all that kind of, uh, all that kind of jazz. And did you um, swing well? No, not really. I've got uh. this. Um, and any anyone uh, listening who has a as a, as a golf interest mm. um, will know that the snap hook. Is not something that you really want. No, um, really. And that is what I currently have. Um, anything, anything above a pitching wedge. Well, even even I'm struggling with a pitching wedge to be honest. So Greenfield, my club is quite short. So it's like a par fifty-eight, and the longest hole is, I think, about three hundred and ten off off the winter tees. So rather than Trying to get a, a driver up there or a long guy, and then mm. I basically played pretty much every hole with a sandwich uh, okay. on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> so it, the, 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 those par fours, you know, a hundred yard wedge shot, a hundred yard wedge shot, a hundred mm. yard wedge shot on the green, two put bogey. That was the well, at least that was the the thinking. Um, did come away with a nine on one of the par fours. Wow. Um, three off the tee. So, even with a sandwich. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, my, my game's not in the um, in the best shape, but I went out, I enjoyed myself, I wasn't too cold, and at the end of the day, we're all amateur golfers, aren't we? It's in the name. We, we, well, we're not uh, shooting the lights out. This is right, man. You know, like I say, you're trying to, you're trying to just get, get a few holes in. It's freezing cold. You just want a little bit of... Of time to clear your head with going back to the baby and, and the pooing yeah. and the peeing and it, very similar to, to what I did last week. I was playing golf, mate. You know, in Las Vegas, and you know, a bit, we a bit a... of a difference between Greenfield <laughs> on Cat and Kittens Lady Wolverhampton and golf oh, mate, in Las it was Vegas. Horrendous, mate. You know, you've oh, got yeah. to you wake up and and you know it's it's, it's December the first and you you. you you open your curtains and all you can see are the Bellagio fountains. You walk outside in your shorts and t-shirts. God, it's, what an absolute it's, dive! It's, it's um, you know, it was it was it was a gloomy 22, 23 degrees. Um, you know, walked up the strip past you know many restaurants. Only stopped off for a couple of couple of cocktails on the way. You know, pre pre midday. So you know, got to be careful. Um, 
and uh, yeah, went to Top Golf, mate, which is it's great actually. To be fair, it's um, this um, this facility where and I mean, I'm sure some people have heard of Top Golf, but uh, yeah. you go in and there's like you, you book your bay, or you rent your bay for an hour or an hour and a half or two hours or whatever, and you get your service. So you get a little bit of bottle service. You order your your food. It comes to your little booth. You've got your your left hand and your right hand clubs there and it's all computerized and there's all these targets everywhere and I know there's a versions of it in England and stuff and you're looking over the strip in the background and all these targets are, are lighting up and you can play a, a plethora of games from like longest drive to different distances to you can play Angry Birds it's like a virtual one so you hit the things and all the block, blocks come off and you've got those green monsters coming off oh mate it's great great and then you know you have a couple of margaritas and then Felt a bit frisky and got the old three wood out. Oh, it oh was, yeah. Uh, oh, it was it was glorious, glorious. Um, there is that over here, but it's like l- l- top golf, and mm. like where there's like the like the real big markings like on the floor as well, like like the big kind of like targets. Like yeah, almost big. like net nets almost. Yeah, yeah with different yeah. areas to go in. Yeah, but, but like here, it's just like they've got the machines. I think they call it like top trace or something. So you can still do like the long drive and all that kind of stuff, but mm, it's like mm. a less of a jazzy um, actual range. You know what I mean? If if that makes sense. People who yeah. people who don't know golf will have no idea what we're on about. But luckily, people who don't know golf have have have, um, have lost five and a half minutes of this podcast. Yeah, I was going to go into the I was going to go into the cricket next, but I don't think I will do. I think people no, are going, I, people are going to be gone. I think we'll. We'll come on to, to football, shall we? Shall we come yeah, on to let's, football? Let, yeah. Let's let's talk about let's talk about football, mate. Let's, <laughs> do you know what? I was looking at the last time we did the poddy, um, yeah. due to due to circumstances beyond our control, and it was it was pre pre Dow Clark Derby. Yeah, it was, which it is was. unbelievable. So yeah. we, just, we so I mean, look, everything everything rosy after that was that was magnificent. What a following, what a result, and probably some of the best football that that we've seen for a long time. And uh, another false dawn, unfortunately, with their results results that's, that have um, followed it, mate. Yeah, that, that, that is that is Warsaw season mm. in a nutshell. In a um, nutshell, uh, brilliant at Port Vale. That seems a long time ago now, but they, but but they they were they were fantastic on the night. It was a big occasion, took a big following over to to, to Vale Park, more than fifteen hundred fans, and gave them. Exactly what they wanted. They wanted to get one out of Dowell Clark. They wanted to rub his face in it, and they, they were able to to, to do just that. Um, brilliant performance. It, the I think Matt Taylor described it as the complete away performance afterwards, and that's exactly what it was. Walsall got their goal, and then were resolute when they needed to be, and and, and show quality as well. But as you say, the the ensuing weeks have been have have, have been. Very frustrating, really. Um, you know, the, the, there's this knack of, of obviously not converting chances, which has been a problem all season. But then the mistakes have started to creep back in as well. And as we know, that's never a good combination, not taking your chances and giving away stupid goals. And and that's that's played Walsall, you know, throughout the last few weeks. Obviously exited uh, two cup competitions. The EFL Trophy was the first one. Losing two 0 to Cambridge, uh, the EFL Trophy. Obviously, not everybody will be too sad to be the to, to see the back of that competition. It's turning into a bit of a farce these days, but still, it's a trophy to win. And it was a game that Warsaw, while they'd lost two 0 could have actually won about six or seven two. Mm. <laughs> they had so many chances, and I'm not just talking about half 
opportunities and pot shots from the edge of the box. Clear-cut opportunities all night long, including a penalty, which Kieran Phillips had saved. You know, and they'd they'd outperformed a League One side. Yes, there were changes from both teams, but we saw the Forest Green game a couple of weeks before in that competition, both of us, and that was a night where Forest Green really kind of flexed their muscles, really, and just looked a bit too good for Walsall. As where they went to Cambridge, outperformed them for for large spells of the game, but just couldn't finish finish for Toffee. And again, gave away two daft goals to, to lose that game. So that, that exit was, was, you know, was a disappointing one. And then quickly followed up by falling out of the FA Cup um, against Swindon, where again, while not as free-flowing, Walsall had opportunities which they didn't convert. And again, gave away silly goals. So that's two cup exits. And then just to rub salt into the wounds even more, Swindon get that plum tie against Manchester City. So um, it's been a frustrating old, you know, week or two to be honest for Walsall. And um, I always, it, I always wonder about that. You know, when you, when when people say, you know, oh, we would have got them. Would the yeah. ball not? Would the, would the ball not have been different because well, yeah, an alphabetical yeah. order or? But I, I know what you mean. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm the first to say it as well. But I just want I don't really know. I mean, it's a genuine question. I don't know whether the ball would be different or not. Whether it's the tie that determines the ball or whether it's alphabetical order or whatnot. Yeah, I, 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 it's probably that it wouldn't. You know what I mean? But it, it's just it was just a bit of a kick up the backside and a and it, if anything, you know. A, Going into the Crawley game, I was hoping that it would act as a bit of a, you know, a kind of reminder of right. This is the kind of things that you're missing out on. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, it didn't quite come to pass against Crawley. Obviously, what oh, I I wasn't at the game last night, but it's a very much a, a continuation of the same trend. Not quite converting your chances. I've really many years. I watched the highlights. Has, has had one in the second half. He's got the old goal to aim at. He's three three yards out. And he completely mishits the ball straight, straight, straight at the keeper, yeah. um, and the goal comes from from their from their perspective comes from Jack Ewing giving the ball away in midfield, and then um, many years and not covering himself in glory at the back. So hmm. um, while I wasn't there, it's a it's a case of uh, I didn't really need to be to, to to know that it was it's the same old story that keeps coming to to bite Walsall on the behind. To be honest. Um. Injuries. 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 Go on, where are you going with this? <laughs> well, no, I mean, I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a knock or two, isn't there, kicking around? Uh, yes, well, things have... I mean, it, it's commonplace always, isn't it, at this time of year, but um, Josh Labbady picked up a, a groin injury against, against Crawley last night, um, so we'll have to see what the, the extent of that is. Stephen Ward missed the... Swindon game, but then came back in uh, for for Crawley. So really, the only one of the of the long term absentees that still remains on the sidelines is is Rory Holden, and, mm. and that and that's you know we're kind of wondering when he's going to play a game of football. Basically, that's that's the million pound question at the minute. When, when is Rory Holden going to play a, a game of football again? Um, but Zach Mills is back. He's back in the fold. Liam Kinsella has had a few substitute appearances and then made a start in the trophy. And we've there being question marks over Labadee's fitness now. You'd think Kinsella is moving into position to to start against uh, Colchester on Saturday. 
So I, I don't think that's really anything that Walsall now can point towards as, as, a, as an excuse. They're not ones to, to make excuses, really. But even if they were, you can't you can't point to that. You know, all teams have injuries, and aside from Rory, they've pretty much cleared up now. Yeah, um, it is frustrating, though, isn't it? I mean, you, you keep looking at the table and you think oh, twenty five points from twenty games. I keep on, I keep on to see you. I keep on saying, well, if they put two or three wins together, and it's still the same, isn't it? Like this, this, yeah. this division is is waiting for someone to take it by the scruff of the neck. Okay. Forget about the automatics, but you know <coughs> anyone, anyone can can go into those playoffs if they get a bit of consistency. And when you think that it might be coming, when you think that they might have, like I say, turned this corner and 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 finally it's starting to click. And we knew it would take some time for them to find that because you know new, completely new squad and and a new manager, and it's going to take a while. But this is the kind of time where you start getting your hopes up, and then it's kind of been let down. Maybe the cup exits might help. <laughs> it's, it's, it's again easy one to say now. They're out of the cup. They can concentrate on the league. I mean, they're going to have to concentrate in the league but um, but you know it, it's not as if they're miles and miles away but it's still it just seems like like it's more of the same there's no real you can't really see something you know on the horizon where you think okay they're going to really put a run together now they're, when they when this clicks they're going to be a class above it does feel like this is what they're going to be in this kind of you know no man's land for, for the rest of the season unless something changes well, they're yet to win back-to-back games in the league, which is which is remarkable, to be honest. I mean, I, I know, I know there, there is still plenty of games left to be played, but we're pretty much going at the halfway point now, fast approaching it, and they haven't won back-to-back games. Yeah. They're they're twelfth in the table though, and that and that and that is where I think the the frustration really lies. They've managed to creep into the top half, mm-hmm. albeit with a. We have a couple of games in hand on on the teams just below them, but they've crept into the top half. They're on twenty five points from 20, 20 games, and they've yet to win back to back. They've yet to rack up a consistent run of results, and really haven't got going on a performance front for several weeks now. Mm-hmm. So if they're twelfth yeah. by being that inconsistent, mm-hmm. where could they be if they if they won a few games? That is where. That is where the real frustration is, and um, and, and I think it, it, it's valid. Uh, and you know, I think a pattern has has emerged somewhat in the league. I think Crawley are a team that that falls into that bracket, and a lot of the teams that are in the bottom half, they're a bit of a much of a muchness, to be honest. I think you know, Crawley, Matt Mayer did the game last night and described them as, as unremarkable, and I think you could you could apply that too. Several teams that Walsall have faced really over over the last several weeks. I mean, Port Vale are third, and they, and they beat them, mm-hmm. um, and deservedly so. And it's you know these teams aren't as as we've said before. They're not outclassing Walsall. They're not doing anything hugely to frustrate them. You know, Walsall's shortcomings have been of their own doing. To be honest, yeah. yeah. You know, they're not coming up with the Goyle to to break teams down. They're not they're not stopping the errors that are giving teams leg leg ups. And to an extent, there's only so much Matt Taylor can do. I, I, we'll come on to it a little bit more in a bit. But uh, there there are, I think, valid gripes to make with, with some some of the you know some of the things that the manager is doing. Maybe the this four four two three one formation, which 
has been stuck to throughout the season, maybe there is we're starting to see that maybe a backup plan is needed, maybe a second formation, a, a four four two, or just a tweak on the system that allows them to be a bit more expansive. And, and some of the the selection decisions have been a bit surprising. I've, George Miller missed out on on Tuesday. Yeah, nine games without uh, a goal. Not particularly his fault for me. I think he's he's been a victim of just being not having enough service and being left very isolated. Um, I wouldn't necessarily. He's missed a couple of chances, but he's not he's not been. You know, he's he's not had a great deal of a service to work with, and then Altis Khan was left out of the team on on Tuesday, which I was surprised about after after being pretty bright on the bench off the bench at the weekend, and nobody really in those forward positions apart from maybe Brendan Keane and really kind of standing out and saying this is what I need, you know, deserve to be in the team for. So there's been a couple of selection issues, but ultimately. Warsaw's players, the main thing, need to find it within themselves to convert these chances and stop those errors. There's only some which I guess the manager can actually say to them on that front. He can't he can't convert the chances for them. And um, yes, there's there's some things that you can point to at Taylor. I think the formation is definitely a, a valid one, and some of the selection decisions, you now have perhaps been questionable at the times, but. Um, now the players have got to step up as well, and um, show why you know they, they deserve to be in the team. I mean, players like Connor Wilkinson, he hasn't scored for ages, and now he's had his no, uh-huh. his, yeah. his injury troubles. Um, but he's only on two league. He's he's only on two goals. He's yet to score away from home in a Walsall shirt. Miller. So when you get Connor Wilkinson, and I like Connor Wilkinson, yeah. I've seen him plenty of times. Um, you know, at the banks is, and uh, he's always really impressed me. Yes, he's had his injuries. So he can't say he's, he's going to score a hatful, but I'd have thought. Fit Connor Wilkinson. If you're going to make a, if you're going to make a real good run for the playoffs, you're looking at. I want, I want fifteen, I want ten to fifteen goals from him in a season. Yeah, well, he scored fifteen for Leighton Orient last yeah. season, and he's yeah. he said on record two or three times he wants to better that. You know, and he he's on two now, and we're in December, mm. and I know he's had a couple of issues, but I think. Since... Is that is that him? Is that the formation? Is that the the players are the players around him? Is it the manager's fault? I, I think he's had chances in in the games. Um, I, I think he's he's missed chances against um, Cambridge. He had three or four good chances, I'd say. Uh, I do. Th- I don't think it's all down to the players, and I don't think it's all down to the managers. Obviously, a combination of both. But the you know the players, you know Miller is now 10, 10 league games. We. Well, ten games across all competitions, albeit a few of them substitute appearances, but he's gone ten games without scoring, and that's your top scorer. Yeah, you got Wilkinson, who, off the top of my head, must be about six or seven games now. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got Kieran Phillips, who's your second top scorer, who, again, you know, it, it's at least half a dozen games that he hasn't scored in, and you've got players like in midfield, like Joss Labadie, who is yet to score for for the club. Um, I think it, Jack Earing's on one. I think Emmanuel Osadibi's on two. So I mean, you know, I mean, they've only scored three. I think once this season, probably against yeah. Mansfield, and that, that's it. You know, the, the others are a zero one and the, and the, the odd two two draw, one two one win against Salford. But um, I mean, they're not prolific by any means, are they? They're not prolific, and 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 they and they're letting in silly goals. Um, you know. Again, not his fault, but 
you know, Carl Bushworth hasn't really had a standout performance for for a few weeks. Um, you know, it's just a bit of a malaise struck almost. Mm. Um, you know, there was a lot of you know excitement for the first few months of the season. Um, and a new era, a new dawn. We like the way things are going, and I don't, I, I wouldn't say you know there's a few there's a smattering of booze after after Crawley last night. I wouldn't say things have turned. I don't think people are turning, but just almost you know with with the way the season has gone, with going out above cups and where they are in the league, just you know the a kind of it, it's kind of petered out, you know, and 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 there is a need to to to, to get. To get people back, not on side, but back on back, excited again and encouraged and and feeling positive about things, and um, you know, because the longer this this run goes on of just you know getting a result here and then not following it up the next week and then oh we'll have a couple of goals here but we'll ship a couple of goals there, yeah, you know, people are going to get they're just going to get kind of nonplussed with it really, not particularly angry or um, you know kind of calling for the manager's head or anything like that but you know you want something to get excited about and it'd be a shame for this season to, to just peter out into nothingness yeah and I mean the way that the season's going you look at the fixtures coming up okay Colchester at home this is, is definitely something a winnable game but then you know you're away at Swindon then you're away at Northampton two really tough games there Bradford okay that, that'd be an interesting one but Bradford always give you a good game and, and then at home to Newport we're flying as well you can't see them putting really the way they've shown or run together there, can you? No, I mean, and that and that's up to the players to to step up and improve. You know, perhaps some of the doubt is wrong. Mm. Um, recent displays and results don't really suggest that they're going to put together a run because that that habit of conceding and not converting chances is not going to get you anywhere. So no. they've got to find it within themselves and, and step up. Uh, okay, well, it's, it's coming. It's coming to Christmas soon. It's coming to Christmas. Have you got your, your shopping in? Um... Um, the only one <laughs> I've just got the missus is left to left to do. So oh, which is the main one, mate. Don't mess that. Probably the main one. Yeah. Oh, oh, and um, and and the dog and the, the family dogs and cats. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, you got to get a few of them, mate. We've got. Have you not yeah. got your old um, the doggy cat advent calendar going on? No, we did we did the cat advent calendar last year, like okay. cat, catnip advent calendar. Um, <laughs> this is but, cat, um, I mean, we've got. I said I, I'm laughing at you with with the two dogs ones that I've got, but <laughs> yeah, but no, we haven't we haven't done done it this year. Maybe that's why he's been a bit of a tinker recently. No, uh, so, maybe, yeah. maybe. Mate. <laughs> um, well, well, it's kind of kind of like a, a Warsaw Christmas related um, segment, mate. Oh, segment. here we go. Segment, Se- segment alert, segment alert. So, who's been your who's been your Christmas cracker this year so far from from Warsaw's point of view? Well, I say this season. But who's been? Who's your Christmas cracker? Who's who's someone who's really impressed you? You know, you've come into the job, you're excited to see the squad, and, and this guy has really turned it on. Whether it's a new guy or an old guy, but someone, someone, you know, you you think, okay, yeah, I'm excited to see this player play. I think there's a couple of candidates, but I think out of all of them, um, I'll probably go with Brendan Keenan. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll admit the first couple of games seeing Brendan, I wasn't blown away. Um, you know, he's a, he's a player that's coming to league football quite late on in his career. Mm. You know, had a had a, had a you know a, a, a decent enough non-league career. I think he got to a to to a to a quite far in one of the one of the I think it was the the trophy one of the years with one of his clubs. But he, he'd not, 
you know, he he, he came into the league late, and he for me he just struck me as somebody who was quite industrious in his first few games. You know, yeah. he work hard, but whether he's got you know quite enough quality, I was a bit unsure. I think can look look back now, and I, I, I was you know it, it, I think his quality has shone through. Uh, he scored again against Crawley, takes mm-hmm. his goal well, and he's one of. You know, he's probably the only one at the minute of of, of those attacking players that you, when he gets a chance, you f- you feel fairly confident in. Um, I think he's got you know got himself three, three or four goals, about a similar number of assists. And while those aren't numbers that will blow you away, you know, you work right, you're always going to get it from him. He, he works really hard. He, he's you know he. he he doesn't shirk a tackle. He'll help out defensively, and obviously, the the stuff that he does off the pitch as well. I know he, I know he, it doesn't influence results, but um, he's quite a big mental health campaigner. Um, he's he's he actually you know he, he's training to be a counsellor and, and offers support to you know young professionals trying to look, make their way into the game or. Or, you know, people who are you know experiencing whatever form of difficulty, or yeah, yeah, you know, as a player that's you know dealt with rejection in the game, you know, previously and had to work, you know, graft his way up to to to, to finally get into the league and have an opportunity. You know, he's he's eager to give back, and um, I think in terms of a as both a, a player and you know an ambassador really for the club, I think. You know, it was obviously one of a, a smattering of signings that they made over the summer. Thirteen new players that came in, but um, you know, considering they didn't have to spend a penny on him, um, I, I, I think he's I think he's done himself you know proud, and I think I think fans have have, have taken to him as well. And there's, there's a few other candidates of Jack Earing, you know, coming in from Halifax. I don't think anybody would have really known who he was um, coming in. Or Jamie Fullerton had a relationship with him there from being a, with him at Bolton and I think there was a case of you know looking back then and thinking that he had the potential to do it in the league and he has um, in the main he obviously started the season as an attack minded midfielder but moved back into a deeper playmaker role if you like and has been a consistent performer in that position um, made a mistake for, for a goal against Crawley but I, you know I think on the whole um, he's been very good so um there's a few candidates, but for me, I think just for the the fact that when I first saw him with Keenan, I was a bit unsure. But I think now he's he's proven to be one of Walsall's most reliable performers. Okay, thanks, Brent. So that's it, Mr. Keenan. Congratulations. And who's 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 been misbehaving this year? Who's 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 constantly uh, been warned about about um, you know being a naughty boy and is going to come home, go to the Christmas tree. Come down the steps, and there's going to be coal in his <laughs> present and in his sack. Uh, who's who's been who's been your biggest disappointment so far? Oh, I mean, it's, it's not, <laughs> that's a long list. <laughs> no, the, the, there's not a nice way of putting that. Is there a bit? No, the biggest... no. I tried to dress I, it up as much as I could, mate. Who's, I been, think... who's been garbage? S- s- <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> I think someone who will be disappointed in the role that he's had to play is Ash Taylor. Um, you know, I think he would have signed having coming from Aberdeen and having extensive league experience. I think he would have come in with the thinking that he would have been a starter, mm-hmm. um, you know, a regular starter in the league. Hasn't played out that way. Um, he did start the early games with Manny Monf. Wasn't really a partnership that 
complemented each other very well. Um, um, Volley many ease, I came in and had the shirt and has performed well enough to, to, to keep it. And it was where Taylor was coming for you know the trophy game, for example, against Cambridge, made a mistake which led to, to, to Cambridge's second goal. And you know, while he's had some you know de- decent moments in a Warsaw shirt, I think overall he would have expected to have played you know a, a bigger role and a more consistent role in the team. Um, a few others kind of fall into that bracket. Not that they've disappointed me, for for example, but I think they'll be disappointed in, you know, that they haven't had a larger role to play. I think Alfie Bates is one that, you know, he's yet to make a league start this season. Um, and I think he'll be pretty surprised at that. Um, you know, you never take things for granted, but, you know, obviously the position... Alfie was in eighteen months ago. Sure. You know, the, the the kind of you know the the next big thing for Warsaw and everybody very excited about him and and now he's you know he's struggling to make a match day squad in the league. Um, I think Sam Perry falls into that into that boat as well. Admittedly, Sam, for me, is a player that I'm yet to see the standout quality of. Again, I don't know whether that's necessarily his fault he's came on at difficult times in games and then been thrown into the team and then been hauled off he could he's one that could do with a, a bit of a you know a bit of a run but I, I struggle to see where that run comes to be honest so yeah there's a few I, yeah, I think in terms of players who would come in at, and at the start of the season had thought Right, I mean another one which hasn't really convinced fans all too much is Stephen Ward. Uh, I mean, fullbacks have to be offering more for me. Uh, I know, I know, it, I know it's a, it's league, it's league two, and you you're not going to get marauding fullbacks like you see in the Premier League. But you know, I think that there is definitely times where Ward and, and Hayden White, you know, need to be offering more going forward. I think White has probably been the better of the two, and Ward has. Flattered to deceive a little bit at times, um, you know. Obviously, he comes in with an extensive career and a you know a fantastic experiences to pass on, and I'm sure he's a great role model. Um, it hasn't always translated to, to to fantastic performances on the pitch, unfortunately. So, yeah, those are a few really. But I think in terms of the ones coming in, and you looked at it at the time, and you thought he'll probably be starting every week or most weeks. I think you know Ash Taylor will probably be a bit disappointed that you know he hasn't had more game time. And who's who's your biggest surprise? Who's come down the stairs? Probably your missus, um, and with a small a small little box that's under the Christmas tree, and she's thinking that maybe maybe it could be some hand warmers for you. And actually, actually, it's a it's a Chanel beautiful quilted ring that you spent over three and a half grand on, and and she was only expecting hand warmers. Mate. That's all she was expecting. But you've gone all out with a huge surprise. Who's been your biggest surprise? Um. I think Keenan could fall into that bracket, but I'd probably say, again, going back to when he signed, Carl Rushworth. I was of the thinking that he would just be, you know, a young lad coming in to 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 kind of get some experience, kind of of being around a league league two dressing room, you know, a fairly modest level of football, you know, play a few games here and there, maybe work his way into the team at some point. And that would be jobs are good and go back to Brighton all the better for the experience. Instead, he's played every minute of every game in the league, and 
as I say, Wally's performances as of late haven't been quite a standout. I mean, the first couple of months of the season, he was electric. He, he was he was he was brilliant. Um, some of the saves that he was making were, you know, far far and away really than what you really see a league two keeper come up with. Um, you know, I'm sure he, he he's, he's got a bright future in the game. Obviously, Brighton haven't been. Um, Know, afraid to to throw keepers in the mix. I mean, Robert Sanchez kind of came out of nowhere. To be honest, he'd had a few lower league loans and and, and stuff like that, and he's now firmly their number one. Um, you know, I think they've got is it Jason Steele as their number two. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if wouldn't be completely surprised if Steele ends up moving on to, uh, maybe at the end of the season, and, and Rushworth is given a go as then as their number two to work work alongside Sanchez the way he's going, or at yeah. least. You know, a, a high-end league one or a championship loan. The way he's he's gone so far, so mm. um, yeah, while he hasn't been quite as a you know mind-blowing, if you like, as of late, Carvishworth uh, can certainly reflect on a on a season's good work so far. Yeah, for sure. Uh, sorry about my Christmas uh, dressing up as a Christmas quiz. I could have made it a boring segment, but you know, I like to. Well, bit, you know, we know you. You always, you know. Coming up with some at fun, you know. <laughs> well, some people would say it's fun. <laughs> uh, fun. Fun is definitely a word to describe yeah, it. Yeah. Oh dear. Right. Shall we, shall we take a question from the people who actually are in the know? The peeps. Yes. The Warsaw the, peeps. The, the, the um, loyal Sadler supporters. The loyal three supporters. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> no, come uh, on. <laughs> We've had seven questions this week. Come we on. have. We have. We have. We're, we're growing, mate. We're growing. Come on. Growing. <laughs> come on. Where are the rest of you? A thousand people are listening. Uh, Jason Winnell says, "Do you think the players believe in this?" style and the way that Matt Taylor is trying to get them to play with the exception of the Vale game uh, too many other games for me would suggest otherwise is Taylor making our style too complicated for the quality and calibre of player we have I, I don't think it's necessarily that complicated I, I, I think a, a lot of teams have, have, have approached approach things with a similar system of a 4-2-3-1 of a if you like although it has become a little different um, over the past month or so, where Emmanuel Osadibi is playing as with the number ten on his shirt, but he's not really playing as a number ten at all. In that he's leaving the striker quite isolated. He's coming deep for the ball. Him and uh, Josh Labadie are the ones that are kind of, I guess, expected to press. Where Jack Ewing is sitting deep as that four. Um, I do. I don't think it's that necessarily. They don't trusting it I think it, it, it come, comes down to, to confidence in themselves for for a lot of these players a, a lot of them are still young um, in Miller's case I mean he, he, even though he's the top scorer still 23 and, and didn't play a lot of football at all last season mm-hmm. Kieran Phillips this is his still his uh, first season really of senior football proper senior football um, that's not making excuses. That's just that's just the reality of it. Uh, that these these players are still very early on in their careers. But uh, you know, by everybody you speak to, they've all got a lot of re- respect for for Matt Taylor and, and for what he's done in the game and for what he's what he's trying to achieve. I think now they'll, they'll be disappointed in themselves that, that this you know that the work that they're putting in, in in the training ground that you always hear about isn't tra- translating to uh, to results on the pitch at the minute. Mm. Um, you know. I do think there is an, an argument that there, there there is when especially a game like last night where it's one one at half time you're at home you haven't yeah. won in six at home I think it is now yeah and you know you should be beating a, a team like Chorley for sure 
you know, put another striker on. Crawley, make, Crawley. Crawley, Chorley, with it. Uh, you you will sports that on still, <laughs> <laughs> but you know you, you can a game like that. It's just it almost seems to be crying out to right. We'll, we'll, we'll go a bit more attack minded here. You know, for sure. Four four two. You know, let 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 let's go for it. Let let's get let's get some strikers on. Let's try and get some crosses in. But I, I think the four two three one. Um, you know, if you looked at it, we've say. Hold and fit. I think it would be fantastic. Mm. Um, it's just that. So that's a big if, though, isn't it? That's a big if, and unfortunately, and 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 Labadee and Kinsella have had their injury problems, so that's forced Ewing to drop deep. I mean, in an ideal world, while Osadabi has is improved performances, he's still not everybody's cup of tea, and he's still you know yet to win over a, a fair portion of of supporters. To be honest, now, I think. A lot of people would like to see Jack even in that advanced midfielder role, with mm-hmm. with Labadee and, and Kinsella doing the leg work behind him, really, and just saying, right, we'll we'll muck in and do the shit, basically. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, and and let you do what you want to do with the ball, um, but you know, because of the 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 fitness of of of, of Kinsella and Labadee, that hasn't really been possible. So. Mm-hmm. Four two three one. I don't think there's anything wrong with the idea of it, uh, and I think the application of it, especially as, as the question points out, Vale worked out p- p- a treat. But games at home against teams that you're expected to beat or should be beating, if you want to do something, I think there is definitely an onus to to look to shake it up a little bit. And I, I don't think it's it, it undervalues or undermines what you're trying to do. I think you know. We've seen it with all teams, you know. That sometimes you have to tweak things, you know. Just for, for it's it's not. I'm not saying rip things up and start from scratch and make it a three at the back or a five at the back or what whatever. But a variation on on the system. If you know, instead of playing with a number ten, you just play with somebody who's a bit more of a, of a support striker and then just have two in midfield. I, you know, I don't think it's by far removed by what they're currently doing. So. Uh, Mm-hmm. A tweak on the system, I think, would would be would be welcome, especially if this uh, run continues. Sure. Um, Stuart says, I noticed that Bates, Perry, and Leek were all left out of last night's squad. Is there any future for them under Matt Taylor, who clearly doesn't fancy them? I don't know whether he doesn't fancy them. He's been quite complimentary of all three. Um, it will be interesting to see what happens with the three of them for the second half of the season. I think at least one of them will want to get go out on loan and get some game time. I think. You're looking at Bates in particular, who will want football. Um, having, you know, he's, he's made a lot of league appearances for his age, um, but then they've they've hit a wall this season. You know, he, he'll he'll feel that you know perhaps he's, he's stagnated a little bit again. Injuries haven't helped him, but you know, a lot of his foot of his football this season has come for the reserves, and he, he ultimately, you know, he'll want to be playing cut and thrust football every every Saturday. So it'll be interesting to see if he heads heads out on loan in January. It seems that Taylor probably prefers Perry um, over over Bates. You know, by by what we've seen, you know, Perry has started a few games in the league. Bates hasn't. So you now, whether there is room, especially when fingers crossed, Rory Holden is back in the fold. I know he's a bit more of an, an attack-minded midfielder, but that would, you know, that when he's back in the mix, that would think, help. That would help. 
you know the likes of these two wouldn't it you think just take that little bit of pressure off and you know you don't have to have that creativity you can kind of sit, well sit no, that, what 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 i'm saying well, is that if if holden's back in that's another midfield body and that that might, might mean that they're even less a chance of going time to be honest oh, okay. that, that's, that's what that's, so don't they don't think they get a pressure a little bit of pressure off if you've got someone quality in that center of the part i'm not saying that they're not quality but you know someone who's really running the game that they can they can maybe just just, just look after themselves and, and and keep it simple and not having to have to you know work with the back four and and, and pass from there and maybe let the, the more senior and the more advanced players do their thing. Yeah, it's ultimately though if if you know if Boyer Ewing's played in that role and if Kinsella is if they can keep him fit and if they can keep Labadee fit, so I don't see yeah. really Bates or Perry really forcing their way into the reckoning big time. So Leak is one that. I'd imagine would go out on loan to be honest. Okay. Um, I think they'll look at fullback in January. I mean, he's, he's all his footballers come at right back, um, but he's not a right back. He's a centre half. I think they'll want to get him somewhere playing, you know, for six months, get a few games at centre half, and come back pre-season and see where he is then. Um, and then I'd probably think one of Bates or Perry may well go out on loan as well. Um, We'll have to see what happens, but I wouldn't be shocked if uh, you know one, at least one, maybe two of those three go out on loan for the mm. second half of the season. Hayden asks a two-part question. We've kind of just touched on the formation point of it, but he says, are there any rumours of incomings yet? Um, I mean, look, that's what people want to know. They want to know whether yeah. Warsaw are going to get some, some bodies in in January. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I was going to say splash the cash then, but it's probably not the best term mm, to use. Probably not. Uh, but can they can they get two or three? And do you think... Do you think it might, depending on how the next few fixtures go, might kind of change the way Lee Pomlet might think? You know, if they do have some good results, if they do put this run together that doesn't look like it's coming, would that maybe um, maybe make him change his mind on 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 getting a couple of players in with the, that potential, the outside potential of the playoffs? Or do you think he'll he might look at it and say, look, we're, we're just going to consolidate this year. There's no point, you know, bringing players in on a six month loan or you know a view to a permanent if we can if we can just reassess in the summer. I think they need a couple of players regardless um, of of how results go over the next few weeks. I think even if they get. If they get the run, then you want to try and capitalise on that run. And then if they don't, then they need players in to try and get things going back in the right direction. I think they need, I think they need two players. I don't think they're a million miles away, but I think they need two players. And I think what Matt Taylor said at the fan forum, you know, three or four weeks ago now, if not longer, but there was a question where, you know, if the transfer window was open tomorrow, you know. What position would you sign for? And then he actually gave two answers. He said, "Well, I'd get a fullback and a striker." Mm. Um, and I think, and I'd agree with that. Um, you know, Stephen Ward, for his age, had probably played a few too many games um, in quick succession. You know, to really get the best out of him. Um, Zach Mills can play at left back, um, but has you know he, he's probably better on the right. So they don't have a real left-footed left-back um, in reserve. So somebody like that would, would be, you know, would be welcome. Um, you know, what, what kind of road they would go down, I'm not necessarily too sure. It'd probably be maybe a young player on loan or something like that, although they have got five loans in currently. So, uh, you know, there'd have to be some, you know, room for manoeuvring there. But I think, you know, they'll have to... Look at a left-footed fullback, and then another striking option. I know it's 
it's uh, you know easier said than done. But we look at these games. Another key issue in terms of scoring goals, they've barely scored any goals from set plays at all. Like I think the one goal from a set play in the league was a corner that Ash Taylor headed in against Mansfield, which was all the way back in September, I think, if not <coughs> August. Wow. Like That's crazy, by the way. Like they're not score they're not doing anything from set pieces. And and you know, when you when you're struggling to get things going, I mean, that can dig you out of a hole, can't it? And they they've just they look you know, they never look like scoring from a corner or from a set piece. Um, you know, out his corner, as, we, as, as we've seen, <coughs> can take a corner. He can take a free mm-hmm. kick mm-hmm. when he's playing. Um, he's not really got anything to aim at. Um, you know, many years a month have got height, but I don't think either of them have scored yet. No. So, uh, as, you know, even if it was just a short-term deal, if, even if it was, I don't know, so, somebody who's maybe lo- looking for a club, looking for a short-term opportunity to prove himself, um, who's been about a little bit. I'm going to say, do you go? Do you go? Do you go to the higher leagues and look for loans, or, or do you go? Or do you go from the you know the national league and, and try and get someone well, from, from yeah, that level? Exactly. I mean, the, you know, they went, they dipped into the national league for Jack Ewing, and and that was successful. Um, you know, so I, I wouldn't be averse to them trying to sign somebody who's, who's scored a few goals in the conference, or even. I know, I know, I know. It'd be a bit of a punt, but you know, you look at. Now Shrewsbury, they signed Daniel Uda from Telford when I used to cover Telford. He'd scored twenty five goals for Telford in National North, and mm-hmm. you know while it was a fair amount of jumpies doing all right for Shrewsbury, you know what I mean. Yeah. So you know if they if they can look around and I don't know if you know somebody who scored 10, 10 goals in in the in the National League or even a few more in the in the in the North and they want to have a, an opportunity in the full time game just mm-hmm. on a short term contract, then why not? Um, because I think. Now, there's, there's been times where they've chased games and they haven't had the target for, for those players, those wingmen, if they were trying to get crosses. There's no one there really to aim for. Ron Pickering, uh, not happy. The formation, no plan B. Team selection, keep the same players out of position. Tactics, question mark. No, no in-game management, question marks. Zero. Alfie Bates played over 60 games in sitting midfield, yet plays a defender and forwards instead. Must be personal. What are your thoughts? Don't think Ron's happy. Ron's not happy. He's not uh, happy. Not he's happy, not, Joe. He's not Ron happy. is not happy. Um, just yeah, going back to Bates, I, I wouldn't be shocked if if they have a look at getting him out on loan in January. Um, I think he'll he'll want football, and he he, he he didn't make the squad for the Crawley game. Not neither did Sam Perry actually, but um, yeah, uh, he's got to that point where you know it's all good having potential, um, but you've got to try and realise it and you've got to have games to realise it so um, yeah I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be you know too shocked to see him go out I think Taylor was kind of like what he saw of him in the few times that he saw him but I don't think he's been convinced enough you know to, to, to pick him over a Labadee or a Kinsella who are, you know really when they're fit they're, they're driving forces so mm-hmm. yeah or at least should be so no it's um Bates, yeah, it, it's a, it's an unfortunate one, but it's um, yeah, alone. The more and more you look at it, it, seems probably a likely likely outcome. To be honest, okay, I we'll have to rattle through these last few because uh, we're running out of time. El Nombre says, uh, "Is this what giving it giving it a go looks like? Is the fan representative in inverted commas on the board putting the question to his busy mate?" Question <laughs> mark. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, 
it, it, it's it's not necessarily the, they're not the happy, Joe. They're no, not happy. It's as we say that that's the frustration because they they've they've got to twelve by being inconsistent and performing pretty rubbish. You know, it, it, and it's not how you lose; it's it's the way way you lose, isn't it? I guess, and there hasn't really been a, a lot to shout about recently. The football's been pretty dreary the last few weeks, and um, yeah, and you just have January, where, you know, they, they can or at least over the festive period, they just they, they find a way to to get clicking in some regard because, as we say, as as, as the question showed, there's a there's a fair amount of frustration knocking around. Mm. Jason says, uh, kind of. Kind of touched on it before, but he says four two three one's not working. He wants to go to four four two. He says they haven't got a natural number nine. He says that Osadibi is not a ten, and doesn't influence the game. So who should it be? That's a good point. I mean, Conor Wilkinson wears number nine, but I wouldn't describe him as a number nine. No. Um, George Miller is leading the line on his arm, but I think you could argue that he would benefit off somebody playing closer to him. So, you know, I, I wouldn't mind seeing. I think we saw it one or two games early on in the season where Wilkinson was playing in behind Phillips. I think you could see Wilkinson playing in behind Miller. I don't see why that couldn't really happen. You know, if you had Otis Khan playing on the right side, if you had Brendan Keenan playing on the left side, either one of Erin or Labadee alongside Kinsella in midfield. Because um, Osadibi, you know, he set up the goal last night. Um, but as I say, for a lot of fans, he's still flattering to deceive. So um, I wouldn't mind seeing Conor Wilkinson in a number ten role, and it might help get him in more goal scoring position. He likes play, playing off the right, but it hasn't really worked as of late. I concur, Joe. I concur. Mark <laughs> uh, Mark Wheeler says, uh, "Can you ask Mr. Jude about his Player of the Year performance award for the 2021 season?" What, what, what's, I, I saw that. I didn't really know what that was about. So, um, so I, I I won somehow. My my cricket team, Poppy Fields Cricket Team, um, Play of the Season award on Sunday. Wow! Um, yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, so actually, the the lunch or the lunch that we had. Was in Warsaw, mate, on oh. Sunday. I've got to give it a plug because it was lovely. Let me have a look. I've got to get to my text messages here. One second. Let me have a look. In Warsaw, what? It was what? in Warsaw. It's a lovely little pub. So I've yeah. got to mention it. It was. Lost it. Lost it. Lost it. Come on. No, it's going five, four, three, two. Oh, here we go. The Bell. The Bell in Warsaw. Yeah. You know it? Yep. I do. Me the and uh, me and journalist pal Mickey Beardmore had a had a, had a point there after. Oh, nice, after, nice, after, Mickey uh, Beardmore. After one of the uh, one of the games early on in the season, yeah. Shout out, yeah. We had a little little um, little private room sorted out, and there was uh, everybody's family and and wives and girlfriends and kids and all sorts were there. Lovely little do. I, I played for them for like three seasons now. Charity side, so we don't we don't have a home ground. Uh, no. We we go away and we're kind of like travellers. And uh, and play a different ground and raise some money and uh, uh, yes, yeah, so, some somehow managed to win it, mate. But good set of guys. Good, set, I've got to say that now. I've won the award. Good set of guys. Did Secret Santa as well. Cut. <laughs> secret Santa. I've never done a Secret Santa before. Have you done a Secret Santa? Uh, yeah. I've never done. never done one. I was quite excited about doing. It. I didn't even know how it worked, so I signed my name on it at first. But to, obviously, that's the point of Secret Santa, isn't it? No one yeah. knows who they got it from, so you can get away with getting a, a shocking present for someone, knowing that. 
they're never but they always work it out don't they you always got to work it can't be you it can't be you but i quite enjoyed it I've never, i was thinking about this the other day never ever been to an office christmas party either have you done that yes oh i see big are they good uh-huh. I, I, I was trying to work out, like, people talking to me saying, oh, Christmas party this year is going to be great, and last year's was... I'm like, I don't think we've ever had an office Christmas party, have we? Well, no, I haven't no. been invited to one. I don't think you got the invite. Oh. <laughs> no, um, no it, it was going back a while. I think it was even before I started on Sport Desk, to be honest. So it would have been the 2015 Christmas party might have been wow. the last one. <laughs> wow. Was that what, for ENS? Yeah. I was we, there then. What happened to my invite? Dunno, lost in the post. What a jerk. What a no, jerk. it were it weren't um it weren't a sports desk one. It was like um just a general reporters one, I think. Uh well see I don't know anyone else's names really. No, that's from the, the apart from the sports yeah. desk guys, I don't really know anyone. I, I, well you barely know ours. Pardon? You barely know ours. I know, I struggle. I do struggle <laughs> sometimes to be honest. But uh yeah, I'm not really one for mingling with other people acquaintances. It's bad, isn't it? Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not against it, but... But you're not exactly for it, are you? Well, I'm not really going to people who I'm like, I'm never going to see when I've left this company. I'd rather chat to people who I, I quite like. Do you know? Yeah, yeah. Is that a bad thing? Maybe it is. Maybe it's just... I think back in my 20s and 30s, I would have done it, but I haven't got, I haven't got as much time these days. And I'm just very selfish, mate, is what I'm trying to say. I'm a very mm. selfish person. I don't think that's a bad motto to live your life by, that just talk to people who you like well it's like I've never had, I've never had Facebook mates I've never had Facebook no. I've never had Instagram so um, I've never um, had all these followers and likes and friends like, Twitter's the only thing that I only had that when I came to this company to be honest never yeah. never, never done it before but digital journalists probably got to get Twitter at some point but yeah. um, but no so so I don't you know I've got my people if I, if I need to contact them I'll call them or I'll meet up with them or I'll text them or you know I've got all the, all the people I need around me I don't need you know to I don't really want to chat to 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 Johnny Moore from the office for an hour and a half, you know, once a year. He's a lovely bloke as well, Johnny Moore. <laughs> you know, over over a bag of <laughs> bag of cheese watsits, you know, saying, Oh yeah, mm. we'll have to do something knowing that he doesn't want to do anything, I don't want to do anything, and we're just trying to pass time in this awkward situation. No? No, I'm a bad person. I'm a bad person. You're an awful person. Anyway, Secret Santa from uh, the Poppyfield CC uh, dinner was uh my god, someone got me a, a Trump twenty twenty four hat. Lovely. So red. So I've come in, come at home. Mrs. was away working. She walked in, and I'm wearing this hat. And I'm like, she, oh, she's not happy, mate. She's not happy. Make not America, a, make America an absolute dive again. Make America as bad as what it is happening in the UK at this moment in time. Yes. Yeah. Ah, oh, dear. Anyway, like I say, less less politics and more more game time. Right. Before we preview the game on Saturday, quick word from our sponsors. Once I find the link. Here we go. Um, Adoption at Heart provides adoption services for the City of Wolverhampton Council, Warsaw Council, Dudley Borough Council and Sandwell Children's Trust and is encouraging those who are considering adoption to come forward and take the next step. The Black Country Agency is appealing for adopters who can give our children lots of individual time, understanding and ongoing support and are looking to recruit adopters from within a diverse section of the community irrespective of gender, sexual orientation, disability, race or faith, to start your adoption journey or to find out more. Why not book onto the next virtual information event? Visit adoptionatheart.org.uk to see the next available dates or to book your place, call 01902 553818. 
Right, Walsall, Colchester at home. Home win. Walsall 2, Colchester 0. Give me the reason why Walsall are bouncing back and getting three points. Jer. Because uh, we want them to. Because um, we want them. Because <laughs> we want them. Is that something like Billy, some sort of Billy Piper song? Billy Piper, isn't it? Yeah. Because we want to. Yeah, because as Billy Piper would say, because we want them to. Because we um, want them to. Yeah. You've got to think that it's got to happen at some point. That that's that's the one crumb of comfort that I'm trying to hold <laughs> on to. It's great. Good. It's got Fantastic. to happen. It's got Fantastic. to happen. Can I can I have an analytical answer to why they're going to? Well, it's got to happen at some point. It's got that's to like, happen. That's <laughs> like you. That's that's like when you're struggling in your A levels and you're like multiple choice. And you're like I haven't had a C for a while. It's been A B A's and B's and D's. Oh, I'm going C. It's got to be a C. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, I I, I think at, at least. Again, small crumbs of comfort. They didn't lose on Tuesday, mm-hmm. and they halted a you know a free free match uh, winning lot winning uh, free match un- winless streak. Should wow. I say free 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 losses in a row? Um, Easy for you to say. Uh, bloody difficult to say. By the way, things are going. Uh, but no, they, they they at least halted the rot while the same kind of things continued. So it, it, it's a point. So if they can build on a point and get all three on, certainly Colchester again are another team that are in the bottom half. These are the games, as I say, that if Walsall want to do anything, they've got to be winning these. Um, Colchester have a bit of a... They're almost the Ipswich cast-offs of last mm-hmm. season. Mm-hmm. Um, Freddie Sears is there. Um, Luke Chambers is there. A few others. I think Frank Nublay has ended up there um, quite recently. So you know they, you kind of know what they're going to come and do. They kind of, I think, try and set up be a bit hard to beat, and you know try and nick a couple of goals on the counter. To be honest, but mm-hmm. um, Warsaw, they need to they need to start winning at home and start making it a fortress. The the the, the home form, I think. It, what is it? They, they, it's been really indifferent. You know, they, basically, you know, they, they, they've not won. Anywhere near enough at the bank season, if they want to entice fans and and you know kind of get get the feel good factor really back going, these are the games they've got to be winning, and hopefully the the penny will drop, and um, you know the, this malaise and this habit it can't continue, and, and players have got to got to step up and, and 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 really take on the responsibility again. You know, love to single players out, but uh, you know you, Miller. Got to find something within himself. I know he's not had the service, but again, you know, Phillips, you know, he can't keep missing chances. Connor Wilkinson is a player that should be scoring more goals, regardless of, of, of what, you know, whether the team are free flowing or what. You know, he has the talent to come up with these moments himself. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for a 1 0 win or a 2 0 win. 2 0 win! It's a two nil. It's a two nil, baby. Any changes? Would you say anyone who's pushing for play? So you could see um, see see Taylor making a couple of couple of moves or even even formation. Uh, I think Liam Kinsella will probably come into midfield if yeah. if if there's um, especially with with Labadee, if he's got a growing issue, um, you, especially with how many games are going to be coming, you know, over the next few weeks, they may they may just kind of sit tight on that or have him on the bench and. You know, Liam has made a succession of substitute appearances now in the league. I think he'll be ready for a league start. Mm-hmm. So um, I wouldn't be surprised to see Kintella come in um, and in, into the midfield. And Miller may feel that he should be out, should come back in to the starting lineup as well um, after after the 
you know, being left on the bench on, on, on Tuesday. So, um, yeah, one or two, nothing drastic. But uh, I think Liam Kinsella, it, it'd be good to see him back in because I think, as I've said before, you know, a, 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 a fully fit Liam Kinsella or an unsung Liam Kinsella can be a real difference maker. Kinsella back, Walsall win. It's as simple as that. I think I think the same. I think we'll see him back in, and and I think I think they will. I think they'll get a clean sheet. I think they'll get a win because that's just how the season's going. And then we'll all get excited, and then and then we'll uh, we'll just and then we'll discuss Swindon. But we'll <laughs> you never know. Uh, cheers, pal. Um, so when we're gonna do the next party, let's have a look. So uh, Walsall. So in a couple of weeks' time. So we'll do one pre-Christmas, mate. So we'll we'll be we'll be looking at between the the 18th and probably the week of just before Christmas, mate. Like 21st, 22nd. We'll get one out there. We're gonna we? record it on Christmas Day. No, oh no, 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 we're, no, we're no, not. No, we're no. not. No. Be around the 21st or 22nd, I reckon. But that's great. So I'll be yeah, looking back at the two wins over Swindon and Colchester and previewing the three wins against Northampton, Bradford and Newport. How's that? How's that? Sixth place, baby. Um, cheers, mate. Been good. Uh, might be doing this virtual thing for a while, I guess. But uh, we shall see. From me, from Joe. Have a great weekend. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.